Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back to Gossip and Gratitude. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) What if we talk like that the whole episode? Just like back and and forth. forth. (laughs) One word each other. Like, hi. Like twins in movies where they like to do that. That's, yeah. Mm. That would be annoying. Or, you know, when your annoying sibling is like copying every word you say. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That was always the worst. Back in the day, you'd be like, stop copying me. And then they would do it. And you're like, even more. Yeah. (laughs) Your parents would just be like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. You're like, "Ah!" (laughs) I'm going to die. It's so true. Kira was a worse for that. <laughs> but yeah. Those younger siblings, I tell Literally, you. Yeah. I would like to live in the shoes of a younger sibling one day. Yeah. Just to see what it's like to be the young, like mischievous one. I was always jealous. I was like, I'm gonna have an older sibling. I don't I like being the oldest. I kinda like it in a sense because I was like I always felt like I kinda had like an older sibling because Jess, I grew up with mm-hmm. her and she was she's how much older than me? Two years. Yeah. So like when we were going, when I was going into junior high, I was like, what's it like? And she'd like give me all the tea and like she always prepped me for these things. So then it was like, I kind of had a big sister anyways, but I didn't have to live with her. Yeah. (laughs) I could go home when I was sick and tired. You didn't have the like screaming battles of like, Kira took my this and my new shoes. She was always bossy too when we were kids. Really? And she would like not let me be the barbie i wanted to be oh, but no. she was like the older one so she'd just be like i'm being this one i'm like oh, but okay <laughs> classic <laughs> okay, things fine. as kids and then looking back it's just like lol but right kids are savage time, I was like, oh. <laughs> i'll never be the barbie i want to be <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny oh, frig freaking barbies were yeah. you a barbie gal of course and poly pockets i feel like some people weren't i also was a poly were pocket they, queen then? i don't know because like some people preferred to play with like baby dolls Oh no, I was I not had, a baby doll. I had girl. like one or two, but I never like I know mm. Jess always had lots of baby dolls and we'd play like house and stuff. Yeah. But I was more of a Barbie or Polly yeah. Bucket. Same. Barbie. Did you to have the max. groovy girls? Is that yes. a Yes. Those were so fun. Oh my god, they were fun. But not as fun as Barbies. No, because you couldn't change their clothes. No. But I'm trying to think of what else. Lego. Lots of Lego. I'm sure you had Lego too. Yeah. Had a- we used to always too, because like Lane was a boy. Yeah. So Lane we- was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> he is a boy. My brother. And, um, <laughs> well, um, but he, we'd want to play toys together, but like he refused to like use girl toys. Yeah. So we would like combine storylines. So like, kind of fun. I'd be Polly Pockets and he'd be like Bionicles or something. That's fair. I loved Polly Pockets. And it was always so funny because the games we'd play would be like outrageous. Yeah, that's good though. <laughs> Polly See, Pockets were the best though. I love the them. The best. And like, because you could change their outfit and there was so much you could do. You could have so many and it took up such small Did you space. ever have those ones where like they had little holes in their head and you could like change out their like yes. ponytail or their yes. buttons? <laughs> Oh my god, so that's so fun. nostalgic. And then you'd rip their clothes because they were rubber and you'd be like, fuck! Yeah, you could never use it again. <laughs> I used to have this like stretch limo from my Polly Pockets and it was like yes. a car and you clicked a button and it, it expanded to a limo and there was a hot tub in the back. Yes, I Did think you have, have that? the same one. Oh my god. <laughs> so bougie. Literally so bougie. Like, oh my so god. fun. I had also, a mall too. Yeah, I a think fold I, out mall. I want to see if I still have my Polly Pockets because I, I wish. Swear. They don't sell them anymore. I know. Why? I wonder why. Choking hazard? <laughs> I don't know, but that was the funnest toy of all time. And I, I had so many and Jess had so many and we combined and just like play <sighs> all so the Polly Pockets. 
that was a good that was good but mm-hmm. um i was mean to kira and i never played barbies with her i would be like i'm ha- i would shut the door and she would have to leave i'd <laughs> really? have to have my time to play with the barbies <laughs> oh my god isn't that mean me and jess would always play together but like it was just our storylines were so outrageous yeah. like i remember we'd be like okay like the the teen daughter would get pregnant uh, and yeah. then like the mom would be like ah, and like and it was just always like outrageous storylines and like one time we played this one where like there was this um killer that escaped from the jail across the street <laughs> and the babysitter was like watching the little kids at the barbie oh like house God. and we like flickered the lights for the like, lightning <laughs> we're so dramatic like we were fucked up oh, as kids like so i don't funny. know why we like made these storylines but like looking back i'm like whoa no but it's that's true probably why no other kids ever played barbies with us because it was just the two of us yeah they're like what's going on in their brain yeah that's so funny I know those are good times. I miss those days. What a tangent. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> well, we anyways. Hope, we hope you all enjoyed the giveaway last week. Yeah, if you guys didn't see the results, go to Instagram, check your DMs. Maybe you are a winner and you haven't looked yet. Yeah. But there was some cool stuff and we hope we can do more giveaways too in yeah. the future. Thank you to all the local Yeg babes who donated yeah that was so awesome of you guys we really really appreciate it and mm -hmm. also thank you guys all for entering and just supporting us and listening and caring (laughs) we love you and this was just our thank you because we love you so much anyways what are you grateful for like that was what i was grateful for oh my god we took it away from me oh no she asked me before she's like tell me what you're grateful for and i was like no (laughs) and then it happened but no i'm grateful for you all like i just think it's so fun i get so pumped when um you give us feedback on I like know. what when, you when like. i get like a text or a dm from someone yes. like commenting on the episode i'm like wow my right. heart i'm like you listen you took out time out of your day and you listen to us and i think it's so fun <laughs> you know yeah. it's, i'm just laughing because my grateful thing is way more shitty than yours no oh my god sometimes mine are dumb af like but it's thinking. okay because you're still grateful for it it's so, true it's wow. fine no you know it's just just a nice light in my life when you guys leave us comments thank you you. tell your friends (laughs) thank you thank you Uh, okay well i'm grateful for lip balm (laughs) oh my god i'm so late okay she's got those luscious lips she needs it holy Mm. hell um yeah so it's dry outside My lips Gotta are get crusty. that rosebud salve on there. It's true. <laughs> no, a little I bit hate of myself. Carmex. It's okay. okay. Anyways, post grad struggles. <laughs> Topic of today. Graduating <laughs> is hard. Literally, no we one didn't tells even you. talk about what we were going to talk about before this. So I hope we're on the same page of all this. Okay, so graduating. <laughs> she's fun but she's spooky yeah <laughs> we both graduated at the same time so it was really fun because we were retired for a summer for like three months four months yeah together it was fun. we went to the pool during the all day. the time yeah it was so fun it was fun um but one little tidbit before we dive in deep you went to your commencement and i didn't yeah because i was like being angsty and i regret not going so you should probably all go to your yeah go to your grad it's fun um yeah. the grad Okay, well, uh, we were lucky because, well, you didn't even go, but we finished like in the summer. So Mm -hmm. our grad was in the fall, which was like way less huge than the one that happens in the spring. So you didn't have to go through like a thousand billion kids trying to graduate. I shouldn't say kids were adults by the time. Are we though? (laughs) But um yeah my grad was fun my grandparents came yeah and we went for like a fun dinner after and i got to wear my grad cap and my gold tassels because i'm a smarty pants oh you got one of those things yeah and then mean? i also won this like i'm feeling really braggy but i won this award and it was super uncomfortable because they my the dean of my faculty like gave a speech about me and i just what? had to awkwardly stand on the stage and be like yep what that's was me it about 
uh, I won like this, like an academic thing because I had the highest GPA in my faculty. What the fuck? So <laughs> I didn't even know that I got this award. And like, oh, because we had to line up in alphabetical order. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like Alexa Golden. I was like, yeah. And they're like, you actually have to go in the front. And I was like, why? And they were like, oh, because you're going to be, they do the awards at the beginning. Oh. I was like, award? <laughs> For what? <laughs> I was like, hmm. And then, um, yeah the faculty before ours it was the business faculty oh, sure. and we so there was people the yeah the business um the dean of business didn't give like a speech she mm-hmm. just presented the award like called out their name and presented it mm-hmm. so i was expecting that but the dean of my faculty decided to write a speech about me and the other girl who won because she was there was one for degrees and one for diplomas okay um so the girl who got like a diploma and something in she, my faculty, okay. she went first and uh-huh. I, it was this whole speech. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how he knew any of this information about me. Like yeah. he knew about like, like my YouTube and he like my Googled internship you. and all my stuff. And I was like, how did you know about that? Oh my God. It was so weird. That's spooky. And then that's I like, looked cool. over to Sean and my mom. We're like, yeah, like oh, videotaping it in really? the side. I was like, Hey, <laughs> yeah, it was so You're funny. Like, Thanks everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I wish I got an acceptance speech. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> like, what would you say? They just gave it to me. They're like, get off the stage. I was like, okay. But yeah your mic yeah. just grab the mic like i'd like to thank <laughs> so go to your grad everybody maybe yeah. you'll win an award and you don't even know it yeah <laughs> it happened I, to me that's crazy. maybe you won an award and you weren't no, there <laughs> i didn't get no not a 4.0 but i that's... did not have a 4.0 but it's crazy legs wow okay. i was in fine arts so that doesn't mean don't don't <laughs> knock yourself down that's a good oh boy you did good kid (laughs) it feels really good to graduate honestly if you guys are still in school like i felt like my whole degree i was like really scared of that moment i was like i don't want to enter the real world like i'm really scared but then when the time came i was like actually really excited to be done and it felt good yeah i don't remember if i was scared or not i just feel like i remember being like a first or second year of university and i was like oh god i don't want this to ever be done because then i'll have to work and be an adult yeah i just i it is daunting honestly but like it's also exciting because yeah for one money yeah and for two that's why i feel like i felt like i was so ready because i was like okay i'm ready to actually like make money and like do something it's so true and like it's exciting because the opportunities are endless but it's also scary because the opportunities are endless (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. it's fucking terrifying because you're like now i have to make something of all of this exactly and, well, and i felt like it was too like we both finished school in the summer and then we we're like woohoo and we were yeah. just like having a good time like going to the pool and then like it was kind of like the end of the summer we we're like uh oh yeah <laughs> now we Red actually row. have to do things because you were yes. like oh god starting yeah. a full-time office job and cpa and i was like i have to get a job <laughs> it was like an impending doom yeah. like it and that's the worst part is like i find that in life sometimes is when you know something scary is about to come in in a certain amount of time you don't enjoy the time, the time you, have. you have i know that's even like that thing people say when like people have sunday scaries and they like yes. ruin their whole sunday because they're like oh no i don't want to work tomorrow yeah. and it's like just enjoy your fucking sunday <laughs> okay i'm gonna get to the bottom of this and why we feel this way and how we cannot feel this way we'll do an episode on dealing with the sunday scaries in life a so. whole episode yeah <laughs> just of that but no it's true like it's exciting it's an exciting time but it's terrifying because totally your path can go in so many different ways that's the thing i feel like it's scary because there's so many choices and there's no right or wrong thing to do like at least in school you were like okay i'm finishing this semester and then i have to take these classes and then i have to take these classes and it was always just like the next step and then when you're not in school anymore you're like okay there's not really like a right thing to do now i can do whatever i want i could go move to europe and travel around and whatever or like i I don't know how do you know what's right and what's not right exactly and nothing's right or wrong it's just like what you decide you 
want to do it's scary it's crazy because ever since you're born you're just on a path Mm -hmm. that's not your decision yeah you have to go to school you have to go to grade 12 you have you know what i mean when you don't have to you could drop out but but then like (laughs) most people likely yeah you're gonna eventually go to some sort of after yeah even if it's not university it could be like a trade Mm -hmm. or and you're getting an education in that or you take a course to do some kind of field yeah like go to hair school and learn how to do that and then start that business or whatever the case is yeah so it's like you're always on this path to achieve something and then and then you're like okay you're done good luck buckle up you know onto the real world thrust into the world yeah it's scary af and i know and i think it's also scary too because i feel like a lot of people in that point in time they're like moving out and they're Mm -hmm. like getting all these more responsibilities and I just think that it's a lot at once and a lot of comparison because like yeah. everybody's like all the elder folk are always like well, what are you doing yeah. what are you doing with your degree I know. what are you doing with your life and you're just like I or even comparing to, to like alive. your friends too because some people take a little longer to finish a yes. degree or their schooling is just longer in general so then mm-hmm. some people are already like a couple years in and you're just starting and it's just really hard to not compare yourself to whatever yeah. everyone else is up to I also think it's not talked on a lot about how um how the fuck are you supposed to know what degree is right for you? Like we were kind of lucky. We both kind of knew what we were interested in. Yeah. But for the kids who are in school who, cause everybody's like, take a first year, try and, you know, figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Try some classes. They also like got rid of open studies. Oh really? At least at McEwen. Oh boy. Which is so dumb. That's cause daunting. I feel like that would be a nice thing to segue into school. Cause you could yeah. take a couple classes, see if anything like piques your interest. But now they're like, nope, you got to sign up for like a <sighs> program. Crazy. And it's like, well, what if you don't know? It's so true. There's and so many options nowadays too. I know. How are you supposed to know? Mm-hmm. That's the hard part. I know. And it's so hard to get into school nowadays. Really? They make it so competitive. Like Ugh. programs that used to only need to have like, oh, like if you were like an average 70 student, you're, you can get in no problem. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you have to have a 97 average oh and God. volunteer hours and all the shit and it's like whoa like Like, people are just trying to get an education they're 17 years old like calm down and like high school's already hard enough without the pressures of all that and trying to oh like i remember being so stressed in high school to just like get grades that i could get competitive and be able to get into school with and stuff and like luckily i never like was had a desire to go to like anything too prestigious like u of a or anything i was like "Mm." okay let's no some of the programs i feel like are hard to get in there hard to get in but it doesn't mean it's prestigious no i guess not but some people think got a soft spot for that because i had that thought and i learned very fucking quickly that it wasn't all of what it was made up to me yeah so. i loved McEwen. me our too. little school but no i think that's a good point and i also think it's tough when you're in grade 12 because like to be honest, you're a kid. Your you don't know frontal anything. lobe is not developed. <laughs> not even developed. Your hormones totally. are crazy. I know. How are you supposed to focus on getting these absurd grades for something that seems so far out of reach? I know. Like, but I also think too, like if you go into something and you don't like it, then you can always switch or do something different. That's what I did. I was yeah. in education and I was True. like, you know what? Like in my gut, I just knew it wasn't for me. So I just started looking at other things. And that's when I found the communication program. And I was like, this seems more up my alley. Yeah. And I just told my parents, I was like, yeah, I'm going to switch to this, I think. Yeah. So I just applied and got in and i switched schools like in winter semester like it was a very like spur of the moment like thing like i started fall and i was like no 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 by a couple months later i wasn't in the same program but it's good that you had the courage and you just knew like because i know a lot of kids will just stick it out and i don't know like what came over me because i feel like i am kind of like that i'm like oh like no it's fine i'll just like see how this goes but i just you just knew yeah no that's good um but kind of like segueing into that if you guys are in university and you're nearing the end if you're in like your last year or something, like 
start thinking about maybe what you want to do when you graduate, mm-hmm. even though it seems kind of far away mm-hmm. because it's kind of a similar situation when you're in high school trying to pick what you're doing in university. Yeah. When you finish, finish university, you have to pick what you want to do after, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so many options that I think researching all of your options is important because you know, you might want to start your own business and do freelance or you might want to work at a certain type of company and there's so many options. Yeah. I think it's also important because I was pretty defiant with this. I was like, oh, I'm not joining any clubs. I just don't care what's going on. Yeah. But I think you need to somewhat be in the loop because I remember this was my last year of university and it was the first week of school. Mm-hmm. And so accounting is kind of weird in the fact that they recruit you a year in advance. That's crazy. It was crazy. Because so if you don't know, you're fucked. You're, you're fucked. And so so I remember it was the first week of school. We started on a Wednesday. There was uh, the recruiting event on the Friday. Oh and God. and then they started sending out offers a week later. That's so, so fast. So fast. I had to t- call like my sister to bring me like dress shoes because I was like, I have to go to this because if I, and like just from word of mouth, I had heard this like just from your friends in class and stuff. Yeah. And they and like profs were like, you need to go to this. Like, so I just freaking slip slapped a resume together oh my God. and was ready to and I well I guess a lot of people take resumes online now so but anyways I went to this thing and I mean I didn't get the job from that like I didn't even meet them my employers from there I just kind of got a feel for like what is hiring in Edmonton yeah, and, and like also different companies and what yeah, they offer yeah and like knowing the timeline because if I would have missed that I would have had to wait a whole year to get a job to get a job and so which is fine I'm sure I would have figured it out and probably would have a completely different path but like I'm so thankful that that happened and I just think it's a good point to just be aware of what's going on like mm-hmm. you don't have Prepare to be ahead in, of time yeah and like I, for example, wasn't in the accounting club. You don't have to be in the club, but just like have an ear out for if there's like recruiting events mm-hmm. going or on. Or sign up for like emails if there's some yeah. kind of like email subscription. You can get like updates on what's going yeah. on or whatever the case is. Because even if you don't do anything with it, it's important to just know what's going on mm-hmm. if that's a field that you're going to pursue career wise. So yeah. I just think you can't look too early. And I mean, even if your program's not like that. Yeah. I think even just looking early and if you find a place that maybe is hiring and you say like, I'm going to be graduating in X amount of months, maybe they'll wait and be like, oh yeah, like we'd want you. We'll definitely let you wait till you finish your degree. Or maybe they'll let you work like part time while you're finishing up or something. Like I don't think that you can be too early on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also like if I was if my if I was the employer and mm-hmm. I got an email from like a young student I would be like so flattered that they like researched me out and we're yeah, like yeah and I'd be like oh this person's like on the ball like they're yeah. really taking initiative and not just being totally. like oh I've been out of school for months and I can't find a job like, yeah <laughs> hire me please yeah exactly totally I feel I like think- that's so important mm-hmm. and even like with me I kind of spent my whole last year really trying to figure out what I wanted to do and mm-hmm. I had to do I know not all programs offer this but I think they all should but we did like a resume and portfolio building class and that was really helpful because it really kind of helped to like prepare you a little bit more for that kind of stuff um and it just kind of gave me a little bit more insight on kind of what to expect going into that situation of like applying for jobs even though I didn't even end up doing that as my path like I didn't apply yeah per se I just kind of you know networked and started my shit but whatever I think it's a good skill and um also though if you guys don't have a class like that within your program I did my internship at my university in their career development and experiential learning office and basically what that is is it's a office in the school that offers um like resume building 
resources, interview skills, like you can book an appointment with an advisor and they'll basically help you build a resume, help mm-hmm. you build a cover letter. They'll do mock interviews with you. Um, they can help you find like internship opportunities or field placements. Like it's really good resource and a lot of people don't know about it, but every university pretty much has it. Yeah. So like use those resources. I know at least with McEwen and I'm sure a lot of universities, you can actually use those resources like up to three years after you graduate. Yeah. So even if you've already graduated and you feel like, oh shit, I missed that opportunity, like go check and see if it's still available mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of people don't know and like why not go get that professional help and make yeah. your resume and your cover letter or your portfolio like as good as it can be. Totally. And like you're already paying for that yeah. with your tuition. Exactly. So you might as well use all the utilities that you have. Totally. So no. Um, but for those of you guys who maybe don't really feel like doing that, we'll just go over a few quick tips. Yeah for how to make it good (laughs) so (laughs) how to make it good how to make a resume good yeah (laughs) cover letter um i think this is just a tidbit that could apply to anybody's cover letter resume no matter what field you're in is just make it aesthetically pleasing yeah do not jam pizak too much shit i'm not gonna read it exactly i think point form Mm. not your cover letter but point form (laughs) resume no one wants to read paragraphs like nobody's gonna read it and you can also look up like resume templates online and just like use it and just like have i guess if you have uh, a couple people in your life that you trust like say your mom your friend or so maybe just send it around see what they think get some feedback i know and even like maybe one of your parents or one of your friend's parents has had to hire people before for their job like i know my dad has had to hire people before so he kind of has some insight on like maybe what he looks for in an employee and you can kind of get some insight on if Mm -hmm. they think it's something that would catch their eye if they were hiring you I think it could be fun too, just to like get in the mindset of like, if you were the person hiring you, what would you want to see? Oh, on a totally. Resume, you know? Totally. Um, so. But I think just making sure that you also research that place and have things specific to that exact job on your yeah. resume. So like at the top of the resume, have maybe some qualifications that are specific to that position and why yeah. would they write at the beginning of the resume so they can look and be like, oh, they do have experience working with this yes. program that we need them to be able to know or whatever yes. the case is. I think that's important and have that kind of at the beginning and then follow up with like work experience, education, any volunteering, yeah. extracurricular, whatever that is like underneath no i think it's also important to also include in your cover letter like the value that you could provide to them totally because at the end of the day they're hiring you for the value you can provide them yeah i I know like one thing i learned too in like the class that i had to take on it was like don't just say like what you can do but Mm -hmm. say why you can do what you can do so like maybe give an example or two of what makes you qualified so don't just say like oh, I'm super organized. Mm-hmm. Like say, why are you organized or what makes you organized? You and know what how, I mean? Yeah. And then like why that would be an asset to the company. Totally. So just don't give a bunch of like facts about yourself, like back yeah. them up and I, don't like make it too long, like a page. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's kind of um, like, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, well, I've never had, say for example, I'll talk accounting. Oh, I've never had an accounting job before. Like I have no prior experience, but I remember writing on my cover letter cause I used to cut grass. So, and mm-hmm. we worked in a team. So I remember explaining like, okay, mm-hmm. I had to work under time crunches. I had to like learn to like manage my time and manage a team and mm-hmm. work together with people. with people. Totally. And then, so then I just explained that and I explained how that could, that would apply to Any other workplaces. Job. Totally. That's so. like, yeah, just like think of what skills you learned from a job, yeah. even if it's not like actually like, oh, I don't need to know how to yeah. cut grass or fill a lawnmower or anything yeah. like that. But I know, I know my brother, when he was applying for jobs, he was kind of in the same boat, but he did a bit of refing. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, like he did some refing and it helped him deal with like, you know, maybe people who aren't so happy, yeah. like angry parents. He had to learn situation. how to deal with stressful situations. Like just like think outside the box, even if like you really didn't have any like 
issues when you were a ref let's say yeah. you could just like they don't know just lie and be like oh yeah like we had no don't parents, lie. <laughs> we had parents that yelled at me like whatever like yeah i mean don't make up something completely bullshit yeah but, like if you have to stretch the truth a little, a little bit, bit yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> no that's fair i think i think y'all have gone through enough life experiences that you could explain the skills that you've achieved totally i'm sure you did some kind of extracurricular activity or you were in some kind of a club or like some kind of even if you like babysat yeah you learned responsibility and just tie it to what do whatever you provide them i think that's huge so don't worry it's gonna be okay you're gonna find a job just proofread all that shit don't have any spelling mistakes in there because that would be awful oh my god i was scrolling oh i was scrolling a girl's website today i am not i okay i shouldn't be preaching because i fucking suck at spelling but i was scrolling a girl's professional website today and she had spelling Spelling errors that's so unprofessional right and i was just like i it made me want to click away and be like i'm not paying her for this or whatever i totally agree it just looks crazy and i know i'm also a bad speller which is terrible because i have a communication degree no i i'm always making spelling mistakes but i just like it's one thing that just doesn't stick in your brain brain. (laughs) does not compute (laughs) (laughs) um but moving into kind of like the interview stuff yeah so i kind of talked about this before with the resume but like researching the company before the interview like don't Mm -hmm. go in and be like so like what do you do (laughs) like make sure you know what the company does what their values are like go on their website read through mm-hmm. get a feel maybe go on their social media see like what the culture is at the company because yeah. they might post like staff party and like you bet me like ooh, fun you know totally and then if they're like oh what like enticed you to this company you could say like oh i love that you guys have like such a good work culture and yeah. the environment so it looks really inviting and blah 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 no i think it's important because like i've been part of a small part of our hiring process mm-hmm. and like sometimes I feel like you can kind of see through when people are bullshitting you. Yeah. So it's so important to be like, no, I like this about your firm or I like this about your company yeah. because of this and this applies to my life. And Totally. And I think so. even when you're researching jobs, like just look for ones that align with you and what yes, you're looking for. So Don't, important. you know, because I mean, in the end of the day, you're not going to be happy if you apply somewhere that yeah. doesn't align with what you're looking to. Don't lie to yourself. Exactly. Mm-mm. But yeah, just do some practice interview questions maybe with somebody. Yeah. There's like, if you go online and just look up like common interview questions, mm-hmm. there's some kind of like generic ones that like most people will at least ask yeah. one or two of those questions. Like they're basic, like, I don't know, like what's your worst trait? Yes. <laughs> and worst. I, yeah, that's a tough one. I, I feel like, what would you answer for that? Um, I feel like I say that I don't have i don't always have like confidence in my own work mm, that's a good one so i doubt myself a lot that's and i need like reassurance because it takes me a little while to feel confident with what i'm doing that's i have fair. to kind of like get my bearings yeah i think i think mine i think i've said how sometimes i take on too much mm. and knowing where to like be draw able the to line balance. and say no yeah, yeah totally so i think you can obviously put a positive spin on it like mm-hmm. i think you should i still don't think you should be like i can never show up on work on time <laughs> i or- don't shower i smell yeah <laughs> totally mm-hmm. i've had weird questions too i had an interview um one time and they asked me if i was a vegetable what would i be what <laughs> yeah. what did you say i said i'd be a potato because <laughs> you love french fries or what no i said because potatoes can like do so many things mm, i said like i feel like i'm pretty versatile and i learn quite quickly okay so i said i feel like i can adapt to different situations and like a potato you can make french fries you can make chips you can you make mashed, mashed potatoes you can make a baked potato <laughs> like there's so many different things That's that good. they can do i like that and i was like mm. they were like oh yeah like, Ooh, <laughs> like didn't it. get the job <laughs> but they liked my answer so <laughs> whatever i was actually second choice that was that one where the first girl oh, backed yeah. out and then they were like do you want it now i was like no <laughs> it was your second choice 
Yeah, that's true. But no, honestly, interviews, nobody, it sucks for everybody. Like, it's not a fun process, but it's It's just, you have to do it. Yeah, totally. Just be confident in yourself. I know it's easier said than done. Totally. I feel like look, wear something that makes you feel confident, that looks professional, like business casual. Don't wear like a suit. Don't wear leggings. But like, don't overdress, but don't underdress. Yeah. But I feel like just wear something you're confident in that makes you feel good. Even if maybe you have to go like buy a new outfit, it might make you feel a little more confident. Even if you got like one outfit for interviews, like even for example. You can wear the same one to all of them. Yeah. (laughs) They don't know. know. And like, it's okay. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Yeah. Like get there early so that you have some time to kind of like maybe go over your questions again or just kind of like sit and breathe yeah because then you won't be stressed that you're going to be late if you're there early you can just like sit in your car like go wait in the waiting room or something and just be early and sometimes they appreciate that and maybe they'll interview you earlier totally it might be good for them Mm -hmm. um what else make eye contact during the interview smile a lot just be so happy and positive and nice just be yeah don't be like so monotone and like you know stoic and the other thing too that i think this is a big one is come to the interview with like one or two questions because at the end of every yeah. interview they say do you have any questions for us and i feel like if you're just like no they're gonna be like it is okay awkward. yeah like i feel like if you just at least have one or two yeah. you can you know just some think of something you could just be like what do you guys like to do for fun as as a as a work environment yeah or something you know that's a good one because it's like oh it's positive easy and light exactly you know so totally i think that's important but mm-hmm. no those are good tips lex yes oh and also lastly follow-up email after the interview Ooh, yeah. with saying thank you yeah because Always i feel like that goes you. a long way it's in the true. end Just i feel like yeah i would be upset if i didn't get one I feel like though my biggest piece of advice if you're a post-grad is just to remember that like so many people have been in your situation and, and like everyone's been the new person at one point so when yes. you get a job and you feel like such a noob and you feel like such <sighs> an idiot worst. because you don't know what you're doing and everyone else is like probably like oh my god what the fuck like mm-hmm. no one thinks that like everyone started out and their first couple weeks were rocky because they didn't really know what they were doing and they were trying to figure out you know the workplace nuances and what to do and where to put things and whatever like you know no it's true i kind of can vouch a little bit for that because when i was the junior i felt so lost and confused all the time i'm like they know i'm stupid they know (laughs) and then uh, we have juniors now and I look at them and they look so like smart and independent and I'm sure they're shitting their pants but like yeah like, I'm like probably oh, look like fine perceived to be you know so yeah it's all it's all normal and I think a tip is to just like talk about it like yeah talk about it with other people it can be friends who aren't even in the same career they're probably going through it like everybody's going through totally. something similar yeah every no one starts a brand new job and shows up on the first day like super confident just like, yeah. like i got this like everyone's a little nervous even yeah. if they like act like that everyone has butterflies or is like a yeah. little nervous in the pit of their stomach so true like and nobody's gonna go in there feeling 100 percent like and it's inevitable you're gonna make a mistake or 100 (laughs) yeah and like everyone else at that workplace knows exactly how you're feeling because that was them at one point in time like even the ceo of the company yeah we all literally been a first timer at a job at some point even if it was like way back in the day it's so true (laughs) they were you it's so true and like eventually with time you'll be more confident but it's it's okay don't beat yourself up too much about it totally and it is nerve-wracking when like you're used to just doing sort of like mock situations in Mm -hmm. school and now all of a sudden you're dealing with like real life yeah it can be spooky but you're you have people that can help you ask for help and like our 
previous episodes a couple of while ago, Jill said how we're like meant to adapt. Like we adapt so well. Mm-hmm. Humans are so crazy yeah. for that. So you'll look you back will like get a through few it. weeks later, or like a month yeah. later and you'll be like, wow, like I got through it. I'm good. Like now yeah. things are fine. It's so true. And it's crazy. I think the biggest thing that's going to deter you is just being scared. Mm-hmm. So you need to just remember like why you're doing this. You know, yeah. we're doing you're doing it. So, you know you can advance your career yeah and, and just also remember that like you're not trapped in any job like if you you yes. have the power to decide what you want to do so if yeah. you start a job and you're honestly like this is not what i want to be doing and you're miserable then mm-hmm. like you don't have to stay there like obviously don't go job to job and be doing that like a hundred yeah. times that looks really bad yeah but you know like if you really feel in your gut that you made a wrong choice and that job's not for you then look for a different one like it's not like no one's holding a gun to your head yeah. being like, you have to stay here and you yeah. have to work here like you know your happiness is also important it's true and sometimes people do make a mistake and they the place just doesn't align with what they want and they just didn't realize that until after they started so and like it happens likely like not everybody's lucky that they find their first job is like their fave job job, so i think it's it can be a learning experience Mm -hmm. you know you take what you can from it and and try to find something that better aligns with what you want and what your goals are but yeah you're still young and you have a lot of time to kind Mm -hmm. of figure it out still and it's there's less risk i feel like when you're in your 20s and when you're like established and have like a family you can't just kind of like be like i don't want to do this (laughs) yeah no i think that's such a huge point is less risky so just like try whatever comes your way like just be a yes man for a little while in your life like yeah eventually you're gonna be a no man but just start by being a yes man and I think another thing too that's kind of hard when you jump into the workforce and post grad is just like balancing everything in your life. And oh I feel like you can God. attest so hard Fuck to my this life because I just think having like work life balance and just like making time for the things that you still enjoy. I just have not learned that. Like this this year was like I guess my full year of adulting. Mm-hmm. Like I've worked twelve months now mm-hmm. of a year. Well, more than that. <laughs> yeah, but it's been like but it's been 14 months yeah it's crazy but no I just need to figure out like my personal boundaries and just where I just have over I just spread myself too thin yeah I think I think it's just your CPA it's 100% and as soon as you're done with that or when you get like a break it'll feel way better yeah because you'll have all that time back to yourself to do what you want yeah it's just I think don't it's it's very normal so I've been told <laughs> when you come out of university, you felt it too this year where you just feel like you're going a million miles oh, an hour. And like so lost. spazzy. So spazzy. Cause you feel like, like I've had that those days or I've had weeks where every day I come home from work and then I go and do something all night. Cause I have yeah. like, I don't know, whatever Shit the case do. is. It's like, Oh, we have to go podcast or we, I have to make bath bombs or I have like an event or yeah. I have this and that. And then it's like the weekend comes and I'm just like, Oh my God, like this whole yeah. week was just like a blur. It's so true. You can't catch up on like anything. Mm-hmm. So I just think making time to like, even just like go to the gym, like once yes. or twice a week, like make the time to go do something where you can just like unwind yeah. and just like it can kick, have time yeah. to yourself. Don't burn do yourself something out. healthy for yourself or like go hang out with friends, go for a drink. Mm-hmm. just have some social life <laughs> don't Literally, just like be a recluse yeah or even like making sure to keep up with your relationships if you have a oh significant boy. other i've been so neglectful <laughs> she was like, oh. it's like what? i just think that's really important too because i know like sean's a workaholic and yeah. sometimes i have to be like um Hi. me <laughs> pay attention to me <laughs> it's true i think yeah you can get 
into a routine like i i really do feel like the time goes by extra quick when you're done university like time is just flying oh seriously it's crazy get in your day by day so i think it's important to just uh, reevaluate every once in a while like new year's is coming up so Mm -hmm. it's a good time to resolutions refocus make sure that you're just being healthy and don't compromise your health for anything no make sure you're eating healthy Make sure, you know, being active at some sense, you don't have to go like be yeah. hardcore, but go for a walk, go for a bike ride, like do whatever, eating good. And taking care um, of your mental health. And just doing that. Yeah. We all avoid that. I know. Totally. So I think it's important, but don't get down. Everybody's in the struggle. It totally. might look like some people are having it easier than you, but it's... Everyone's gone through that. Yeah. And I feel like the last thing I would want to say for anybody who's like entering the workforce is (laughs) you're going to be making money now. You were just (laughs) in school. You were poor. You were a poor student paying for all of your things. And now you're going to start making money. Don't let it get to your head, sweetie. (laughs) We've been there. Well, I've been there. Don't buy any Gucci bags. Maybe one. (laughs) Maybe one. Treat yourself. Reward yourself for a degree. But then cool it. Yeah. save your money like <laughs> calm down <laughs> Lex King Kintesh, crazy just learn how to manage mm. everything i think that's also kind of shitty because university doesn't teach you anything about Nothing. that and i feel like that's like they should really prepare you for because that's most people are going from being dirt poor yeah to making money and they're like oh yeah because i feel like even people who worked full-time before university like all their money was going towards school yeah or like you were buying a car or you were buying like you, you had know? to put it towards something not just fun things yeah so it's I feel so like they should have a class to just t- teach you how to like create a budget and like save and invest yeah. and like what to do. <laughs> it's That'd so, so true. helpful, but and they don't. Yeah. So well, let's implement it. We'll start it. Gossip okay. and gratitude. Uh, the class. <laughs> the class. We'll teach you about life. <laughs> We're going to clop everyone down. <laughs> yeah. We walk into the class like whipping. <laughs> yeah. This is what it feels like. Straight. <laughs> When life this is life. <laughs> we are life <laughs> we just like beat the shit out of so many people <laughs> like how does that feel how are you gonna fight back huh who would sign up let's <laughs> know that's like crickets <laughs> holy oh my shit God, that'd be so funny I'm just kidding we're not gonna beat anybody up <laughs> you see these scrawny chicken arms <laughs> Frig, no, but sausage arms. you don't have sausage arms it was so funny we were me and my mom were shopping the other day and she tried this thing on and she's like oh you'd probably be as small in this and i like didn't even have it on all the way i was like mom no my sausage arms do not oh, fit Lex. a small she was just like oh oh sorry it's <laughs> <laughs> like you don't understand you do not have sausage uh, funny. arms <laughs> but frig uh, hilarious yeah. so anyways, good times in life hey eh? just remember manage yourself be responsible you're not alone yep. we're lost too that's all i have to say yeah (laughs) see you guys later bye (laughs) bye